Welcome to Expertini, a high vibe podcast for experts and brands who want to be extraordinary. I'm your host, Morgs, PR expert turned brand BFF, ideas girl, and of course, espresso martini lover. I'm here to support you with a little hype, a lot of inspiration, and a ton of ideas to take your brand from basic to extraordinary in a way that's fun, practical, and well, a little extra. If you're ready to be seen as the best in the biz and serve the clients of your dreams, then pour yourself a drink and get ready. This is Expertini. Welcome back to Expertini, a high vibe podcast for experts who want to be extraordinary. So welcome back to the show. This is episode four today, and I'm pretty excited about this one because I have one of my favorite expertinis and humans here with me, Christy Gray, who is an astrologer slash hype girl, and she's also my coach as well. So it feels pretty special to have her here chatting all things astrology, expert magic, and just all the fun things today with you guys. So Christy, welcome to Expertini. Thank you so much for having me, Morgan. Or should I say Morgs? Yes, it's Morgs around here. <laughs> yep, absolutely. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today. I am so excited for you to be here. And we've been um, planning this chat for a little bit, a little while now. So I'm so excited to have you here chatting all things Astro. Now, to give you guys a little bit of an insight, Christy is a bright, magnetic human who empowers and inspires others with her radiant hype girl energy and through the powerful lens of astrology. You may have spotted her on the gram through her or through her podcast, The Cosmic Hotline, or through her monthly horoscope that she writes for Body and Soul as their resident astrologer. Just minutes chatting to Christy makes you feel like the best version of yourself. And I'm so excited to be here chatting all things astrology and to share a little bit about my journey uh, with astrology as well and my journey working with Christy, which has been, I guess, like 18 months now of us uh, knowing each other and working together, which feels crazy. Like how fast has that time gone? Um, So fast. But I I also like can't imagine a time of like not knowing you and not working with you as well. It just feels like we've known each other for so long, which I think is just like the best part about it. But to give you guys a bit of an insight, if you've listened to episode one, and if you haven't, I highly recommend checking that out because it gives all an insight into who I am and the podcast. But I talk about astrology and the meaning astrology, and I guess the impact astrology's had on my life and me as like a person, a, a person and um, a business owner. And it's just had such a profound impact through helping me to understand myself, how I work and operate as a human, how I interact with others. My relationships are just on a whole new level now and it's just so great having just like knowledge is power in anything that we do and the more that we know and understand about ourselves the more that we can use that to our advantage and just like live our best life which best life is best business life uh, which we're all here to do so yeah thank you so much Christy for showing me the journey and handing me the astrology torch I've just like loved uh, learning and immersing myself into the world of astrology and I know that you're you have so much to share with us today and I just can't wait to dive in Uh, I love how obsessed you are about astrology. Of course, I'm totally biased and I'm low-key obsessed with the stars. But um, as you said, like what I love so much about astrology is that astrology isn't a belief system. It's a language and it's a language to understand ourselves, the people in our life and the world around us. And 
when we do that, it helps us to make sense of things. And so I think that that's always my number one goal with anybody I connect with is to just give them that bit of insight, whether it's about what they might be experiencing, a little bit of insight into their natal chart, or trying to like understand why Mercury retrogrades and how do you get the best um, from that time. So there's always something to learn when you're navigating the stars. Oh, so much to learn. Okay, on the topic of Mercury retrograde, I feel like that we need to dive in with that because we're currently in Mercury in retrograde. And I have to say, Mercury is like the X that keeps coming back. Like it is just that unwanted energy that keeps coming back into your life that you just want to go away. Um, because, uh, yeah, as, as you know, Christy, like I know for me, my energy, <laughs> my energy is like low, it's heavy energy. I'm like a high vibe Sagittarius. I need that high vibe energy. But when Mercury is retrograding, it's just not a good time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I keep laughing, but honestly, I don't know how many times you've said to me over the last few weeks, like you've blamed Mercury retrograde <laughs> for everything, which I love, by literally, the way. Literally. It's so funny. And I'm pretty sure you also sent me a meme yesterday as well, which also it said for Sagittarius that you blame Mercury retrograde on everything, which was like legit uh, an indicator of your natal chart for sure. And for all of our listeners, if you think I'm that kind of person that sees an astro meme and it's like oh my god that's so me 100% that's me that is me because literally everyone is that so me oh my god I know (laughs) absolutely absolutely but you know what the thing is like Mercury is actually my ruler because I'm a Virgo and Mercury rules Virgo and Gemini and Mercury is a planet it's the artful communicator of the zodiac it represents in our natal chart how we Um, think, how we learn, how we synthesize information, and then how we communicate. And that's integral as a business owner as well, because we all communicate so differently. But what tends to happen is Mercury gives this illusion because its orbit changes about three to four times a year where it gives this illusion it's going backwards, which is like the the retrograde essentially, but it's not, but that's another story for another day. And so what happens is because it's kind of slowing down is that that also impacts how we communicate and our thoughts and our ideas. Um, Unless you're born during Mercury retrograde, like you're probably not going to have a vibey time. And so what can happen is that, um, Technology can fail. You can lose emails. Links might be broken. If you're a business owner, I always say never launch something during Mercury retrograde because you'll need more energy to be able to actually bring that through to completion. Plus, the people on the other side of things are also in Mercury retrograde too. So there can be, you know, things can get lost in translation. And and also too, because we are more introspective during that time, that's why you can get a text from your ex because People are thinking about things from the past more than they normally would. And that's why the time can be a little volatile and you want to make sure that you remember why they're your ex is what I'm going to say. <laughs> and guys, I just have to say, I launched this podcast during Mercury Retrograde when Christy has always said to me, never launch anything during that time, especially for you being a high vibe Sage, because the energy you'll need to bring so much higher. So what do I do? I launch a high vibe podcast when Mercury is retrograding. So love that for me. Yeah, I know. I did think you were very ambitious and also know because your natal chart is completely rebellious. You're not going to listen anyway. And so I just like, it was, just like, okay, I'm going to like, just see how this rolls out. But I think what's been really cool about, um, even though it hasn't probably felt cool for you in the moment, 
is that you've probably started to tune more into the energy around you. Because I know a lot of the work we've been doing has been really with your natal chart and also your transits, like where your personal horoscope is. But now you're actually able to really identify the patterns and go, oh, hang on a minute. This thing that we've talked about for so long, oh, this is actually a reality. <laughs> oh, totally. And like as you know, my journey with the podcast, and I'll share with you guys too, it's been quite a journey because there were so many layers and elements that I wanted to create with the podcast. Because to me, it's not just a podcast, it's a brand. And I think that that took me to this point and this time. And, you know, you add tech issues and everything else and it was ready to launch. And then I realized, oh, actually, it's Mercury is retrograding right now, but I'm not, I'm not going to not launch. Like it's still happening. So, and I think that's just the uh, determined, ambitious person that I am that I, I thought that I could, I could take on Mercury. Like, you know, <laughs> what, what's the worst that can happen with this launch? And then you have it, I had tech issues and then I was stuck in Adelaide and couldn't record. So sorry, guys, there was no episode last week, but I just want to keep things real over here. Mercury was retrograding, so we did have a few challenges against us, but we're here now and that's what counts. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I love the fact that you were ambitious and you go, I've talked about this for so long and I'm ready to bring this to fruition. Even if, you know, I'm up against Mercury, you made it happen. Exactly. But my little message to you is to yeah. not not launch in Mercury when it's retrograding next time. Yeah. So I guess like my question to you, because I know there's going to be so many people that are really interested in Mercury retrograde and like what it means. I know that you've given a, a really good, great snapshot there, which is awesome. But as business owners and like experts, how would you say that it, it affects us the most and what could we do next time when we head into Mercury retrograde to make sure that we're really like set up for that period, we can manage our energy and that we can manage things in our business well so that we sort of feel on top of things and empowered. Because I know that with that Mercury retrograde energy, you always feel like you're not so much behind, but this energy can be like so heavy that you just you just don't feel like you're like on top of your energy and you're not feeling your best. And when you're not feeling your best, it can be really hard to show up as your best as business owners as well, which I know so many people can relate to during this time. Mm. Yeah. So there's a couple of like key points I'd love to highlight here on this is number one, you're a hundred percent right. Is that energy management is it's kind of challenging during this time. And so it's really important that you're not expending energy into outlets where you're not going to get the biggest bang for your buck. Like I'm a big believer in that even as a business owner myself is that there's no point trying to expend energy into things like launching a new service offering when it could potentially fall on deaf ears. And so that's kind of one layer to this is that you can still feel like you're building momentum, but maybe just shifting your priorities is what I would suggest. So to give you an example of that is that I know for me that this is always a time of slowing down. I'm not great because I have an Aries moon like you, Morgan, where I need movement and momentum. And if I feel like I don't have enough happening in my life, I kind of feel like a fish out of water and I freak out a little bit. And that's actually what happened to me during the shadow period of Mercury retrograde. I had an existential crisis. I had a bit of a breakdown and I was like, holy shit, I'm not prepared. And so what I did is I went back to the drawing board and I go, okay, well, what can I do for the next couple of weeks? That's going to be really proactive in my business, but it's going to allow me to work behind the scenes in between client sessions. So then I feel like I'm still working towards something. And so what I ended up doing is I ended up doing a complete um, redesign of my website. I redid all my copy and I've been 
can slowly rebranding a few things as well. So I suppose why I wanted to highlight that for everybody listening is that it's not about um, stopping completely. It's just about changing where you expend your energy and depending like on what that looks like for you, because not everyone is going to have a lot of fire in their natal chart like I do, where I need a lot of movement. I need a lot happening in my life. Somebody might have that's listening might have a lot of water in their natal chart. So you're all up in your feels. So it actually might be better for you to rest and recharge. And that could be a good time for you to take a holiday. So it really depends on, you know, who you are as a person, but also so what can you prioritize? And I'll give you this really quick analogy to, I suppose, round this up of why it's so important to work with this energy rather than against it, is I always think of navigating this time frame because it happens three to five, four times a year as a game, a gamification everything. And so I was a bit of a gamer as a kid. And any, anybody that's played like an arcade game or a level game is essentially what you're doing is you're trying to get to the end of that level. But what happens is that if you have breezed through that level, you don't get a perfect score. And what Mercury allows you to do, it wants you to backtrack and go through that level again and get all the rings if you're Sonic the Hedgehog or get all the boxes if you're Crash Bandicoot or whatever your pick your poison is. And then what you can do is if you backtrack, you move forward, you work through Mercury retrograde um, with an objective to obtain a perfect score. And this is what it's all about. It's actually about mastery. And so Mercury allows us to master our lives. I love that. I think that's such an awesome way to look at it. And I just love that you were a gamer as a kid. Yeah, like side note for everyone listening, I'm actually still a gamer, but um, I don't like openly share it all the time and I am obsessed. It's like my form of escapism. <laughs> oh, I love that. And you know what? That's so true. And I think when I think of myself and my natal chart during Mercury Retrograde, I'm also an Aries Moon too and I don't like feeling stuck in that energy and like want to be moving forward. But I'm also a Sag with so much Sag energy. Like things need to be exciting for me. Like they need to be exciting and vibey. And if they're not exciting, I'll make them exciting. So being in that energy that feels heavy and depleting when you don't have the energy to make things exciting can be challenging. And I'd I'd probably say that's what I've um, explored the most. And um, a lot of my clients have been feeling, yeah, really heavy energy as well in terms of motivation and um, productivity and just feeling inspired and creative as well. So I think, but you're so right. It shows up differently for so many different people, depending on your natal chart and just the kind of person that you are. Um, Are you introverted or extroverted? That's always going to be a tough energy to face but good news we're almost it's almost over yeah almost over almost and yeah and then we can just kind of like breathe a little bit for the next couple of months and um navigate the last couple of because we're at the halfway mark of the astrological new year so it's like because the astrological year starts in march instead of january and so we're at that halfway point in libra season and so yeah it's just it's now like full steam ahead after this baby yes i'm all for that now, I know that we've done things a little bit backwards with this episode. I usually do the big introduction first. We've gone straight head first into Mercury Retrograde, but, you know, that's all right. I do want to come back and give you a big warm welcome to the podcast, and I'd love to hand the mic to you and for you to share a little bit, a lot about who you are, who is Christy. We know she's a Virgo, but what more can you tell us about your astronatal chart and um, who you are, the work that you do, and all your magic? 
Oh, thank you so much for that intro, Morks. Uh, yes, I am a Virgo sun. I have an Aries moon and I am a Leo ascendant. And uh, I have a lot of fire in my natal chart. And uh, I love the fact that Morgs normally reminds me of that too, that I'm not a traditional Virgo, <laughs> which I hope is a good thing, by the way. Very good thing. <laughs> the Leo Virgo. Yeah, totally, totally. So I like to tell a good story with a with having a Leo ascendant. So I'll give you a a little quick top line story of um, how I became an astrologer and the work that I do. So um, I've always been obsessed with asking the big questions. Uh, my Aries moon is in the eighth house, and the eighth house is ruled by Pluto, and it represents birth, death, and transformation. So my mum legit says that I almost came out of her womb asking, like, why am I here? What is my purpose? What am I here to do? And I'm naturally curious. And so I found throughout my career, I had this passion for developing people and brands um, because I love human behavior. I love um, psychology. And I found myself in a career in learning and development in the beauty industry. And I spent 10 years in that industry. And I love beauty. And I think what drew me to it in the beginning was that I loved um, helping people feel a certain way uh, because when you have a great lipstick or you have an epic set of brows, like you can feel like the best version of yourself. But what I found is that um, there was still something missing in my life and it was because I was helping people feel good on the outside, but there was still something missing of how I could contribute to how they could feel about themselves on the inside. And um, like everyone, it normally takes a few things that occur, which include a dark night of a soul and a rock bottom moment to really face facts about, hey, you know, maybe there is something else out there for you. And um I've been studying a whole lot of things in between because I was searching for meaning and purpose in my life, as we all tend to do, and um, I couldn't find the thing. I was like, what's the thing? What's going to be at the center of my ecosystem, the universe that I'm building for myself? And it took about 10 years, really, if I'm honest. It was, yeah, maybe like seven years to find astrology. However, um, it was a chance encounter with a psychic that had an ephemeris that changed everything for me. And an ephemer ephemeris for anybody listening is like the old school way of looking at a natal chart. It's a textbook where all the planets are. I use software now, which makes it easy. But she was the first person that actually had looked at my natal chart and gone, oh, you're really fiery. And I'll never forget those words because that changed everything because I was like, okay, how does she know this about me? And um, I went down like a three-year rabbit hole of learning about myself through astrology, my natal chart. I did a ton of self-directed learning and that then led me to um, my first mentor who is an award-winning astrologer and um, she really put me on the trajectory of who I am today. And so um, I resisted astrology. I'm not going to pretend that it was really easy. I was already coaching. So initially I was a life coach and that seemed like a really it kind of cross-pollinated from what I was doing in the beauty industry. So that made sense. Um, but I became obsessed with like astrology and natal charts and helping people understand who they are through that lens. Um, but 
and my business continued to grow, um, but I was still so hesitant to do this work. And I think it's because I thought my life should look a certain way and it was starting to look really different than I had believed it would. And it took a lot of courage and um, it took a lot of resilience to actually go, you know what? I actually am really good at this and why don't I just own it? And since I did that, everything has changed and I could never envision not being an astrologer in this lifetime. So I feel very grateful to do this work. I just love your story so much and I love just like the involvement of KG, Christy, always call you KG. Um, And I have to say like being a client of yours and knowing you so well, like even you're just born to be a coach, like you're born to empower others, like, totally feel that that's your purpose in this world to empower others to be their best selves whether that's through astrology or coaching or another way and I think like astrology is what you use to achieve that like I don't think I've never felt like your purpose is not so much like your purpose is astrology your purpose is to help people live their best life but how you do that through astrology is where the magic is and I think obviously I'm totally obsessed with astrology um but I think it's like you've taught me so much more than just astrology like because uh, like you mentioned before, astrology is nothing if we don't know how to use it and if we don't know what it means and if we don't know how to apply it to our life or our relationships or anything that we do, it's just like anything else that we learn. And I think you've been able to teach me so that it's so much more than that and how we can apply it to our life. And I just think it's just your magic genius zone, like the way that like you lit up the room when you talk about astrology and the way that you Im- inspire and empower others. Um uh, yeah, there's just no one else like you. So I think oh. you've enabled so many people to like live their best life and business life through helping them understand themselves more fully. And I think at the end of the day, like that's as humans, that's what leads us to a happy and fulfilling life is to under- really understand like who we are and move forward with that. So that's so amazing. Thank you for sharing. I um I would love love to touch on a little bit more about your natal chart. Like we know Christy's a Virgo. And when I say that she's different Virgo to other Virgos, I have a lot of Virgos in my life. I have a very Virgo mother. So <laughs> being a surgeon, having a very Virgo mother, I mean, read between the lines there. Um, and I'd, I'd have to say that you are like no other Virgo that I know. Like you have all the Virgo qualities of being organized and earthy and practical and all those great Virgo um, characteristics and qualities, but you're vibey because you've got all that fiber, uh, fiber, fire in you. <laughs> um, and I, I always say like you, when you like send me um, emails or like my astro strategy is such a vibe to look at, like it's so organized, but it's, you've got that vibe and you've got that fire. And I think because you can bring the high vibe fire and then the practicality and the organization, like you're always writing it in for me when I go rogue with my ideas. I know that. And if you were a different star sign, would you still do that? I'm not sure. Probably not because that is, I know Virgos live in the real world. (laughs) I sometimes don't live in the real world. (laughs) And I love your ideas, babes. I think they're <laughs> sensational and I'm never going to rain on your parade. Just every now and then I'm like, uh, maybe there's some steps in between you might need to consider. Exactly. So for me, I feel like you've been the perfect coach for me because you've been able to bring me back to earth and that whole practicality. But also you've been able to get on my level in terms of um, 
our chat's always a great time. They're inspiring. They're uplifting. We've got really good energy between us. And I think it's just matching that energy to people. And that's when you work best as well too. Really funny story. And I don't know if you've got any insights on this, but 90% of my clients are Virgos. Ah, I love that. And I actually feel like I work so well with Virgos because I think our, our energy and our approach are complete opposite as well Mm. and I think probably how I compliment them is through like the big thinking and the big ideas and the strategy and um showing them what's possible and like what they can achieve and um one thing that I love about working with Virgos is when they send me documents or like spreadsheets to look at everything's just like perfectly beautiful everything's got like color themes and like branded logos and it's just it's just it's so pleasing to look at I'm like wow I'm really enjoying this but I also think they bring that level of organization and structure, but I show them what the next step is and how yeah. they can make their brand bigger and their business bigger and um, go take it to that extraordinary level and bring those ideas to the table as well. So I think the two star signs complement each other really well. But I'd love to hear what like your insights are when you've got like, I guess, like a fire sign and an earth sign. I guess like what we can learn about ourselves and what kind of clients are best suited to us as experts and how mm. we can make sure that we're sort of like attracting the right people in to yeah. work with. Yeah. So the caveat to that is every single zodiac sign is within us. And so it's kind of not as cut and dry as like, oh, you're a Sagittarius sun and I'm a Virgo sun. So, you know, are we going to gel essentially? And sure, you can Google all of that and you'll like find compatibility. And look, I think some articles are a little bit just tongue in cheek really, Um, but I'm big on elements in astrology. So the elements in astrology are earth, air, fire, water. And you normally find like some people have a mixture of all of them. Some people have some dominant elements, but the elements really give you an indication of how a person is going to operate. Uh, And so for somebody that has like a lot of fire in their natal chart, they're going to be quite passionate. They're going to need lots of movement. Um, They're going to be the kinesthetic as well. So they need to like be using their hands and they need to get things moving essentially. Um, Whereas when you have a lot of water in a natal chart, water is the most intuitive of the zodiac. And it's also all about being up in your feels. And so you're going to need to really use instinct and intuition and to feel into things. Um, Whereas when you've got a lot of air, air signs are cerebral, meaning they're the intellectuals of the zodiac. They're naturally curious. They're going to need to ask more questions. Um, So they can be more collaborative in their approach when working with you. Um, And then we have the earth signs. And the earth signs are really practical. They need a plan. They're systematic and they're pragmatic. And that's why you'll find that... um, Say, for instance, like Scorpio and Cancer, they're both water signs, but they'll come at things from different angles. And so it doesn't mean they're the same and the attributes are the same, but they'll have some underlying qualities that are similar. They, a Scorpio will make a decision based on that gut instinct, um, which is quite similar to Cancer, which they'll have to really feel in something before moving forward. And so knowing a little bit more about what elements that you have in your natal chart, which you can do just from casting your natal chart, is that will give you an indication of like, okay, what are some dominant factors here? And how does that then play out in the work I do as an expert? I love that. Yeah, definitely. And I also think there's no star sign that you're not going to be compatible with. Like if you set out in your business as an expert to say, I'm only working with a Pisces or an Aquarius or an Aries, that's not, that's not 
a good use of astrology knowledge and that's not how no. you sort of like apply knowledge but it's like learning more about the people that you do work with and picking up on the great qualities that they have and then almost like celebrating and championing that like I've got so many different kinds of clients and so many different kinds of friends and we're all different and we're all dynamic as different humans with different natal charts and signs in us but there's so many um, there's so many magical points that we connect on and that they compliment us on because they've got they've got an amazing strength that I don't have or like vice versa. And I think that's when astro magic comes to life. It's not pinpointing ourselves into a particular star sign or particular quality, but it's like finding the magic within ourselves and within our clients and within the people that we work with in our business. And how can we work with these people? I like to think of it a little bit like behavior profiling as well. Like with behavior profiling, you've got like the D, the I, the S, the C, and they all sit with different qualities that they have. So like eyes are all about people and influence and being extroverted. So if you've got a client like that, you know they're always going to be about the experience and you can sort of like tailor to that quality. It's the same thing with astrology. Like, you know, if you've got a Virgo who's all about processes, like how can you make your process amazing for them and things like that. So I think that's what I really like to take with astrology in terms of business and like how we can sort of like work really well with people so it's all about like our perception of it and how we use it to our advantage is where like the true magic is I think yeah no I couldn't agree with you more because as soon as you start to put somebody into a box you're essentially judging them or making an assumption about them because you're like oh they're the star sign but you know there's been so many times where I've connected with somebody I've worked with hundreds of clients now and no two clients are the same, just like no two natal charts are the same because there's an infinite amount of combinations in a natal chart. And I'll look at their like primary archetypes, which is their sun, moon and ascendant. I'll kind of gain an understanding before I meet them. And then I meet them and, you know, they might be a particular star sign. Um, they might have like, say, for example, like a lot of fixed energy in their chart, which fixed signs are Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius. And fixed signs are known to be, you know, they like to do things their own way and on their own timeline. So normally when I see a natal chart with that energy, I'm, um, I, I'm very selective with what I share. I normally like, I don't beat around the bush in the beginning, but then I say, Hey, I'm not going to tell you anything to do today. Like I'm going to drop all these different ideas and you can follow whichever ones you feel called to. Because I know as soon as I tell you something that like, again, if I told you to do this, you probably wouldn't want to do it because you're going to rebel. But by sharing that straight up front, they're like, Oh, okay, cool. This is a little bit about my personality. And so for example, is that when I see somebody's chart and they might see, and I might, I try not to even make any assumptions, they might completely blow me out of the water because I don't know, they might have a Pisces moon and that's just really dominant in their natal chart based on where they're at in their life. And so you can never, you can never judge anyone based on their star sign. And then the other layer to that is, is I think the communication is the cornerstone of every relationship. And I love that. Like if you've got two people willing to meet halfway, whether it's a friend or a business colleague or whoever it is, if you get to know them and understand them, ask questions. And that could go as far as understanding a little bit about their natal chart. All you're going to do in the end is enrich the relationship and it's going to make it so much more fun. Totally. Yep, exactly. Love that. And I love that perspective on it as well. And those fixed signs. Yeah. 
Yep. I think yeah. that's all we could say. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, and it's great how, like, what once, you, like, for example, if you are a fixed sign or if you are a mutable sign, it's um, it's great how you can like learn those sort of like quirks about yourself as well. So yeah, astrology is just really so powerful. So now I'm going to hit you with some hard questions. <laughs> so first up, how do you think astrology impacts how we show up as experts or expertinis in our industry? Well, absolutely everything because um, I say that your natal chart is your map of potential. So it's not only who you are, but who you came here to be. And so think of it like the blueprint to your soul. And so that really impacts everything of how you show up, essentially, because it's who you are and how you operate in the world. And you'll find that if you are somebody that likes to be out in the spotlight, well, your natal chart will have something to do with that. There'll be something in there that says that you need to be front and center or leading the way as a leader. Or you might prefer as an expert to work more behind the scenes and let your work reap reap the rewards and speak for itself. And that will also be an indicator of what's actually in your natal chart too. And then there's these other layers to it as well, which is normally around your purpose and what you're here to work towards. And sometimes we stay, like our natal chart, I say, is like our default setting of us. We've got sticking points. And so sometimes we might hide behind the scenes a little bit more than we're meant to in this lifetime. And so like when we talk a little bit about our nodes, our nodes, or our comfort zone or past life influence versus our purpose, our North Star. And so there's sometimes another layer of elements or energy that we need to unlock so that we can put our best foot forward as experts as well. And I'll use myself as an example is that you were sharing before that, you know, um, when we work together, you know, you love the empowered, motivated vibes. Like that's what I'm here to do. Like essentially I know my natal chart inside and out, which means that I'm so confident as the person that I am and the work that I do. And I also know that somebody that's not right for me or doesn't like my style isn't the right person for me because I am a natural born motivator. It's in my chart. I know I make people feel a certain way and that's my goal and my mission and my purpose in this life to do that through the lens of astrology. But that's the cool thing is when you can get to know your natal chart on such an intimate level is that it's... you have this unwavering like confidence in who you are, which allows you to stay in your lane. And so those shiny things that you sometimes get enamored by because another business owner is like, I've got this like methodology that's going to give you X, Y, Z. Well, when you know who you are and what you've come here to do, you can block out that noise and it's easier to stay in your lane. Definitely. I agree 100% with everything you've said. I think there's two things for me that I feel like really stand out. I think the number one thing is just what you said about knowing yourself so well because I think for me that's definitely a journey I've been on for the last 12 months and I feel like I if anyone asks me a question about my natal chart it's like I've got it memorized like I've got it ready to go hit me with the hard questions and I'll I'll fire away um but part of that is like knowing yourself so well and like the confidence that comes with that like I know who I am I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea and that's fine and I now I attract people that value those qualities that I offer but there's just like a liberating, empowering feeling that comes with that, with just like knowing who you are and who and the work that you're here to do and the people that you want to do it with and do it for. Um, it blocks out all of that noise that is now not serving you because you just like have that profound confidence in yourself. Another thing that I um, love about astrology and discovering your natal chart as an expert is you discover quirks about yourself that you may not have known before or you there may have been things about you that you did or how you worked a certain way 
and you'd had no, there was no reason for it. Like you couldn't understand why that was. And then the ball drops, like, oh, my God, that's exactly why I work really well with these kinds of people or that's exactly why I'm really creative or that's exactly why I love to have a great process. Like all of those sort of elements for me um, comes together. And I've seen them in like friends, business friends of mine and clients of mine they discover that they're actually an Aquarius rising. So there's more to them than just being like a Leo or a Scorpio. Like there's all these elements that make them who they are that they get to celebrate about themselves and they get to have that moment where like, oh, my God, this makes so much sense and I feel so much better and more confident because you can celebrate these things about yourself as well, whether they're positive qualities or things that you um don't necessarily love about yourself or more challenging traits that we have, you get to understand what they are and how that you can use them to your advantage. And I think that's where the magic really is in astrology when we look at how we show up as experts. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I think that astrology is essentially radical self-acceptance, is that when you realize that you are here and you've been put here as a particular person and you'll have quirks and a default setting um, and there's always an opportunity to upgrade yourself is that it just makes things so much easier. But I do need to kind of premise, and I use this analogy a lot, and I'm all for the analogies with astrology because, as I said, astrology is a language, and sometimes it just helps you to kind of put it into perspective. But I use this term before, like your natal chart's like a default setting, and I always say um, in session, I'm like, think of your, like when you buy a new computer, it comes with a default setting right? But there's no reason why you can't personalize your computer, buy a bunch of fancy apps and upgrade it. Your natal chart is no different. You can do the same thing. You can upgrade it based on whatever you're learning about in the world or how you're navigating the world, but you always have a default setting. And so think of your chart as that, but, and and this really speaks into the high vibrational energy versus the low vibrational energy of the chart. As long as you're growing and evolving, you're going to really tip into that high vibrational upgraded version of yourself. And if you really love astrology and you want to take your natal chart the next level, you'll say to people, well, I have Sagittarius and Sun and Uranus and that's why I'm like this. <laughs> or I need, I need to have a day to recharge your batteries because I've got an Aries moon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, but I think when you say those things, it's not so much oh because I've got my placements in Saturn and and this is how I am. But it helps you understand that. It helps you understand yeah. those areas of yourself. And it's not so much like labeling it, but it's understanding the placement of where you have those stars helps you understand yourself a little bit more. And that's how you communicate that to people because, as you know, astrology is such a game changer for communication and relationships as well, which is just paramount in business and anything that we do as an expert. How we communicate and the relationships we have with those around us is absolutely paramount. Yeah. And I think too, especially for you as well, Morgan, because you've been learning so much about energy management and through the lens of astrology over the last 12 months. And for you specifically, as your energy does come in bursts, it comes in surges of energy. So it's not like this consistent motor, like where me, I can get up at 5am and I'm like ready to go until like 9pm. Whereas you have to really honor those cycles and seasons. Like your, So Mars is your energy output in your natal chart. So where you expend energy and you've Mars and Pisces. Pisces is mutable water. So it's very flowy. It's like, oh, today I feel like this and tomorrow I feel like this. And so by you even knowing that, because you're such a high vibe person anyway, with all of your Sagittarius energy, is that that I would envision for you, you're able then to relinquish the guilt when you're not high vibing all the time. 
Totally. And I think that's probably one of the biggest mis- misconceptions about me, actually. People think I'm extremely extroverted and high vibe, which I am. I'm naturally a very extroverted person and I love to bring, similar to how you love to motivate others, I love to bring the vibes to others. Like I love for everyone around me to feel high vibe, to be in that high vibe energy, to be happy, like to feel like they're living their best life. And I pour a lot of like love and energy into the relationships that I have with those around me to um, really manifest that energy. But I actually, um, it's actually not a consistent energy. It's actually, it has its peaks where it's really, really high. And then there's time that I have to like recharge my energy or go into my creative cave and do other things because I need to recharge that energy again and then it goes up again. So it, it, it does have its surges and it does have its peaks um, and it goes down again. And it's actually common for most Sagittarius as well because we sit in the high vibe or the lower vibe. We don't really sit in the middle. Um, so you're either getting the full Sagittarius high vibe or you're getting someone who's really not vibing that right now. So yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of, I'd have to say in terms of my natal chart, there's a lot of energy management that goes into that. And yeah, a lot of misconceptions that people think about me, um, as well. I've actually had people say to me, is this really who you are? Or you just like put this on? And I'm like, this is who I am. Like, I, I don't, I don't fake this energy. Who could fake this kind of energy? Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, but like the more that you get to understand about yourself and your energy and your flow, especially in a business sense, the more that's just going to be a game changer for like how you work in your business as well. So there's just so many different touch points. I think that astrology and your native chart really affects and impacts how you show up as an expert, really. I think there's not one simple answer. There's very multi-layered answers, and I'm sure that we could spend hours talking about this. But, um, yeah, quite a, quite a good insight as to how we can use it. And I'd recommend to anyone who hasn't embarked on an astrological journey yet, I'd say the first step would be to um, have a natal chart reading. Would you agree? Yeah, I definitely think it's, and you'll notice it's so different from reading your horoscope and reading what the CoStar app's going to give you when you actually work with an astrologer and understand your natal chart. Like that's a whole level, another level. And as I like to say, that's like main character energy, baby. Oh, absolutely. And I think once you have your natal chart reading, you can then, und- if you do want to use those apps, CoStar, like CoStar with your yep. friends, and, you know, you test your compatibility, you can understand it and explain it. Like, yeah. I'm I'm not going to lie. I've met people and said, Jim CoStar, show me a natal chart. <laughs> because to me, that's like, that helps me understand. That helps me understand. Okay. That's not the first thing I say when I meet someone. That's probably more in like a social situation where like, I know that person well, and I just want to get, get the vibe of, you know, what their natal chart is that you can, com- you can compare compatibility and you can, you can actually help them with what they have because they might not know or have that understanding. And I think that's where it's like more of um, more powerful. Like once you have that natal chart understanding, then you can use that in many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always think too, like that's probably the greatest gift astrology has given me is that I don't judge anyone anymore, or I never assume anything about anyone. I have this beautiful luxury of like glimpsing somebody's soul essentially. And so um, I think that that's been the biggest lesson that I've learned is I've had, 
I've gained a huge amount of understanding for people. And I think that that's the cool thing about astrology is that you can understand why maybe somebody responds in a way that you're not used to, or maybe they communicate in a way they say one thing, but their actions say something else. Or, you know, maybe you might not trust them because you're not getting a read on them or you're feeling like they're not showing up as their authentic self or whatever. And when you start to really understand who they are as a person, again, it helps you to make sense of things. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Okay, so I'm going to hit you with another hard question. So this one is a little more about me and an insight into my astrological natal chart. What would you say as being like a brand expertini and um, a brand BFF, I should say, How? what would you say that my natal chart as astrologically impacts the work that I do um, the most? to give the audience a bit of an insight into me astrologically. Well, you're definitely a very Sagittarius energy. Like it's very strong as we've been talking about. I would say you're a Sagittarius with a flair of Aquarius. That is 100% you. And I know you and I in session, we talk a lot about like your Scorpio and Pisces energy, but for the, the, for today, we're going to, focus on the the real Sag Aquarius energy because it's strong in your natal chart. And so what I see in your chart and also um, because it, my work's collaborative, so it's not just about, again, assuming something about you. It's about what I'm actually seeing that you're doing and, and how you're making an impact in your industry is that you have this incredible ability to uh, think outside the box, I would say, and to generate ideas and to really tap into that creative cave I think you mentioned before, but it's more around about that blue sky thinking, um, which is very Aquarius. It's very much about, it's this out of this world thinking, essentially. But then what I love is because you've got the Sagittarius energy, you have this ability to like romanticize your life on all these levels. And so from a branding perspective, it's like there's this nothing is off limits energy that surrounds you. And it depends on the person you're working with too. I love that uh, because of the fact that it's like, okay, well, the sky's the limit. So, or does the limit like even exist essentially? And so I think that that means that you're quite passionate, you're very creative and also uh, with a side of rebellion. Like, and I think that's a really good thing because in business today, uh, especially with how social media really dominates the space, is to be an expert, you really need to disrupt the status quo. You need to have a really strong point of difference. And I think that that's something that you would be naturally good at pulling out for um, the people that you work with. Uh, but I did actually think about like, this prior because I thought you might ask me this question and um, I think that one of the things that is worth highlighting here is I was like okay if I was going to frame up who Morgan is and the work that she does especially through the Expertini podcast what that would that be and I was like it's definitely you're a vibey communicator a sublime thinker with a side of sass wow love that (laughs) thanks Christy can Pleasure. I add that to my LinkedIn bio? Absolutely. <laughs> and then you can go see my natal chart below. <laughs> love that. Oh, it's so lovely. And, um, yeah, I guess I'd say for me, like, when I think, like, I'd always probably thought thought this before I sort of like dived into astrology, but I've always been outside the box, even since I was a kid. Like, always wanted to be rogue, like a lot of rogue. There's a lot of rogue in me. 
And yeah, I've always wanted to like draw outside the lines, think big picture, do things differently. And I guess like challenge perceptions of what, like what you can do and what achieves. And I, I guess like through Expertini, like I want people to be imaginative and know that they have what they have everything they need within them um, to create an extraordinary brand. Um, and cause I actually think we need more extraordinary energy in the world. I actually think we live in a world where like, you know, we do what society thinks that we should do and we behave a certain way and we do things by certain rules and I don't, that's not the life that I believe in. I believe that you get to decide the kind of life that you want to live. You get to decide the kind of person that you want to be and then you get to go out there and make it happen. So I like to be the person that can inspire others to live that big, extraordinary life and the extraordinary business, I guess, in the same way that you love to motivate each other to be the best version of themselves as well. So I um, I definitely feel, I remember saying this to you like probably like six months ago, I was like, I really don't feel like I'm an Aquarius, like I'm an Aquarius rising, but don't really feel like I'm an Aquarius. I don't resonate with that energy until this year because I do believe, I, I think I was born to just create ideas, like coming up with ideas, having a PR background, having worked in PR for so long and marketing. A, a lot of the work that I've always done is idea generation and coming up with like cool and compelling ways to make people and brands visible. And I just love, there's just something about like coming up with ideas that just makes me happy and lights me up. Like even if I'm having a cocktail or a martini on a Friday afternoon with a friend, we could be talking about not even anything business related, but I still feel like I'm coming up with ideas for them because I think that's just my natural state. And I think with the work that we do as experts, if you would do that naturally anyway, not even in your business, I think that's a pretty big indication that we're doing the work that we're supposed to be doing. Mm. Absolutely. So I think when we look at being an expert, I think it's like how do we transform what we love to do into like a business and a brand that can really empower people. And I also think the world needs people who are different. Like we need more people that are willing to colour outside the lines and do things differently. And I think that's what I love about the work that I do. Like there's so many different people from all different walks of life with all different skills and qualities and attributes. And like we all get to decide who we want to be and where we want what we want our brand to be. And there's a million people out there who are doing what you do and can do what you can do. And that's why I don't really believe in like competitors really, because I believe that everyone's got their own stance and what they're doing. Everyone's got their own personality, their own process, their own way of thinking, their own way of doing things as well. And I, I know as like a, I think I probably fall into so many categories, like being like a brand strategist and a copywriter and a PR strategist and marketer and like all these different hats that I wear, but I'm definitely not everyone's cup of tea because I'm a big strategic thinker and I'll push the boundaries Mm. and I will challenge you to think differently. And a lot of the time, the work that I do is designed to scare because I don't want people to feel comfortable with what they've got. I want them to really push themselves into like a new space and a new area of thinking and really be extraordinary in everything that they do. And that requires pushing the boundaries as well. And I think becoming confident as an expert is like accepting yourself and knowing who you are as an expert as well. A big part of being an expert is like knowing that you are one. I think that's mm. like the first, the, the biggest step and the first step. And I think astrology really helps you determine what kind of expert are you? What kind of expert do you want to be? It's like, hell yes, I've got an Aquarius placement in this spot. I'm an expert at this. It's like almost like shouting from the rooftops because you have that profound confidence in yourself. Yeah. Well, because I think we're very good 
as human beings at identifying strengths in other people. But I actually think it's really hard to identify them within ourselves. And so when we utilize, you know, and I think that's why like any type of personality profiling tool online, you know, we love taking a personality quiz. Let's be realistic, whether that's, you know, something like disc profiling, which is what you mentioned before, or 16 personalities, because it gives us an indication of, okay, well, this is something that I naturally do or how I operate, or this is my superpower. And your natal chart is no different. The the only difference being <laughs> is that it gives you a full 360 degree view of your life because it's not about um, how deep you want to go with your natal chart. It's more about what are you ready for? And there's so many different lenses to explore when exploring your natal chart. It's not just about, you know, finding out how you naturally communicate. It could be also how you show up within a relationships, how you, how you give and receive love. You know, how do you expend energy? Um, what is your biggest lesson in this lifetime? Uh, and then also like, how does that relating to the current energy? You know, what's your personal horoscope like? So there's so many layers with that, but I think that it doesn't have to be complicated. It's just more about exploring it and going, okay, well, what's relevant to my life right now? And so say, for instance, if you're in business and you are coming up against some roadblocks or sticking points, maybe it's because of how you're communicating your brand message or Maybe it's like every time you go to launch something, you get like those cold feet around how you can sell. Um, there's always something you can unlock in astrology just to help you to gain that celestial edge. Oh, absolutely. And I just look at like the relationships that I have now since going on this astrology journey. And I have quite a lot of um, business um, connections and I guess like business people that I've worked with in my time and now I look at who they are and it's like you see them with a different lens. It's like you get to appreciate the things about them that you probably appreciated before but didn't really know why they may be like that and um, you get to appreciate them. Like I've got a couple of uh, business friends actually that I've realised I'm just like highly compatible with because we actually are so different in a work, yeah. in, a, in a business sense because they actually have strengths that complement me. But it's like seeing the positive that like I know that I'm a big, I'm a big picture. I'm a strategy person. I'm a visionary. I don't sit well in the processes and I know that and I will confidently say that to people. But I also know that that's an area of magic I can bring to the table. But then I know that I work really well with people that are amazing at processes and have like their Virgos and have an amazing process and they love to provide that amazing process and they can bring that to the table and together we make like such a great creative team. And I think it's like knowing and understanding how people work best and not putting people in a box and saying, if you're not like this, then you're not right. But it's like complementing each other and coming together. And I think that's like the biggest game changer in astrology, you get to understand people on such a big and different level and relationships are just so paramount in business and we get to pick and choose the people that are going to add the most value to our brand based on that mm. as well which mm. I just love and look so, think how boring would the world be if we were all exactly the same oh absolutely absolutely and I sometimes think like because I know that I I've mentioned this before that I believe everything happens to a reason for a reason and very into serendipity and those sorts of things. But I sometimes think that the people are placed in our life for a reason and they're different to us for a reason and they're here to teach us something for a reason as well. And I, I've always truly believed that. Like when I look at my childhood, like I probably have in terms of astro astrology, my parents could not probably, like I have a Virgo mum and a Cancer dad and a Leo brother. So 
two fiery children from two people like my mum's very earthy and my dad's like a lot of water so yeah and like and just like growing up and like looking at that now and like reflecting there's probably a reason why I had the parents that I did to teach me what I've learned along the way as well and I think you can sort of learn so much about each other from astrology like I understand my parents and my brother on a whole new level now that I understand their star signs and their natal charts as well so Mm. Look, you'd probably be a thousand times more rogue if you didn't have the parents that you had. Oh, probably. Exactly right. Exactly right. Okay. I have one more question for you. Now, when it comes to being an expert, a brand and a business owner, what do you think is the most important aspect of our natal chart that we need to pay attention to? Yeah. So I think there's two placements. I always say you have been put on this planet to embody the high vibrational elements of your sun sign. If you can understand, and you can do a quick Google search too, of what are the positive characteristics of my star sign. And if you can embody those on a day-to-day basis while steering away from the low vibrational or more challenging aspects of that, you're doing astrology right in the sense of, you know, I should probably reframe that. You can never do astrology right or wrong, but I suppose you're doing more um, the work of astrology for your higher self, where you're really stepping into that high vibrational energy. Now, the other layer to this, because I've been doing a bit of work on this lately, and I think too, because we're so influenced by what's happening astrologically based on the year we're in, the, the trends we're experiencing, we're in the Aquarian age and, you know, social media is thriving. And, and because of the pandemic, everybody's really been moving into business as well as that. I've really seen a theme of people wanting to make a difference and to do something differently, as you said, color outside the square. And when I think of that in our natal chart, I think of the legacy we're going to leave behind. Like what do we actually want to do and contribute to and how are we going to make the world a better place? And to look for that in your natal chart is you look towards your MC. Your MC is your midhaven, which is on your 10th house cusp. It's uh, an angle in astrology. It's not actually one of your placements, but you'll be able to work that out as long as you have your time of birth. Um, and you'll be able to see that in your natal chart. And then that gives you a really great insight into not only an element of your career and the work you're here to do, but what are you going to do when it comes to contrib- um, contribution in the world? And what are you going to do to, uh, I suppose, make an impact and leave a legacy behind? Yeah, I love that. And I remember one of the first things that you said to me when I had my natal chart reading is that like our purpose in life through astrology is to become our sun, like to really feel like we're feeling the full effects of our sun. I'd have to say that I feel like I'm pretty much there. I'm not sure how many more Sag I could feel. Um, But I totally, I totally think that's so right. It's interesting. I think like with our sun sign, like you meet people and you'd say, they are so Virgo or they're so Scorpio, but then you meet people and you feel like they don't really have those full elements of that sign, but it might just be that that's coming to them later on in life as well. And I think like we're all on our own astrological journey to like find that energy and to get there. Yeah. I had like a beautiful client a few weeks ago who's a Scorpio sun and her Scorpio sun um, is in the seventh house, which is a Libran house. It's it's ruled by Venus and it represents relationships. And she had a lot of Scorpio in her chart as well. She's like, I just don't feel Scorpio. And she said, so what should I, you know, look into more? And I said to her, I said, you are a Scorpio sun in this lifetime. 
Like, sure, you've got this Libra flare that, like, you know, is underlying in your chart, but learn more about it. Get curious and think of all the beautiful aspects of Scorpio. Like, if I think of Scorpio as an archetype, it's um, it represents the cycles of life. It represents transformation. It represents, you know, making decisions based on impact and instinct and um, passion and power. And there's so many beautiful qualities to explore there, but you've just sometimes got to like lean in and, and be curious a little bit more. And there's positive, there's so many positive traits to every single star sign out there, just like there's challenging traits that you may need to overcome as well. Like I don't believe that there's like a good sign and a bad sign, despite the many opinions that people may have. Um, Agreed. Yeah, there's just, there's so many wonderful traits that we can like learn and explore within each and every star sign, I think. Absolutely. 100% agree. Oh, such a good chat. Thank you so much for sharing all of your wonderful astro insights. Um, I just feel like we could just talk for hours and hours and hours about Astro, but I think just like it's just been so good to highlight on how Astro can really impact our expert status and our expertini status and help us as business owners because I just think there's just so much that we can learn and like use to evolve ourselves as business owners as well, um, as well as we can personally. So, yeah, so thank you so much for being so open with sharing your magic. Now, I can't leave without a martini question. <laughs> So I wanted to ask you, if astrology was a martini with all the magic that astrology has, which martini and which flavour do you think it would be? Ah, I, do you know what? In my opinion, astrology is so celestial and out of this world that the martini hasn't been made yet. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a new martini needs to be developed just to have that little um, astro magic in it. Like uh, I, I, I imagine like it has like flames coming out, like some sort of like flames and it's like some form of like cosmic flavour, but it's definitely got to have that like, you know, that really icy blue in it. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, I yes. can just imagine some like really bougie cocktail that's got like fire coming, like the real fire. You know how they use that like fire machine at cocktail bars? That's coming out. Maybe it's even got like some fairy floss in it. It's going to be bougie. Like I could just imagine. <laughs> and there's probably like stars in the glasses. Spoken <laughs> by a true extra Sagittarius. <laughs> this is me coming to life with my out-of-the-box ideas of what an astro martini could look like, and it would have to be called the KG. I'll have a KG, oh. please. <laughs> oh, I love that. That feels uh, a little stiff with the picture you just painted of, of, on the martini. But hey, I'll roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> need, need to need to expand the creativity a little bit more on my yeah. um, martini skills. But yeah, that's. That's sort of like what I'm envisioning for the future, like Astro Martini drinking. Um, So for all our listeners who would love to connect with you, where can they find you? Yeah, they can find me at christygray.com. That's where I hang out. And on the gram, it's exactly the same. And that's where I hang out most. Amazing. And if you haven't already, I highly recommend checking out Christy's new podcast, The Cosmic Hotline, where she dives into all things Astro. And you can also ask a question. You can call into the hotline and leave your burning astro questions for her to answer for you. And it's just such a great resource of inspiration, motivation, and all things astrology to immerse yourself in if you're looking to expand your knowledge.
Amazing. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. And as always, I love stargazing with you, Morks, and talking all things astro. It's been so fun. Thanks again, KG, and chat soon, everyone. See you next time. Thanks for joining me for another Expertini episode. I just love sharing expert magic with you each week. Before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Then tell your biz besties, text Beyonce and leave your best review. And don't be shy, head over to Insta to share your burning brand questions or best martini story with me. I'd love to hear from you. See you next time.